I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Des Bishop podcast. It's Saturday, February 26th, 11.15, approx. AM, sitting in my kitchen, leaning uh, my head towards uh, a IKEA chair that I'm trying to get to act as some sort of uh, soundproofing or acoustic muffler to take away the echo of my um, very sort of minimalist tiled uh, window walled kitchen that uh, was uh, designed by an architect in 2006 very much a sort of style of that time very 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 nice structure architecturally sort of stands out a little bit in uh, Rialto but uh, very nice but you know maybe a touch on the cold side atmospherically and certainly acoustically um, a little bit echoey so I'm leaning my head uh, in towards a kind of felt covered Ikea chair sort of a faux mid mid-century mid-century modern um swivel chair it's orange but it kind of fits in with the uh minimalist stark styles of my kitchen looking down at the tiles that i've always regretted because they're quite dark i always regretted not getting brighter tiles because we only get morning sunlight here um but before i start really uh, a deep dive into middle-class sensibilities. Can I just say that tonight I'm in Letterkenny. I'll have this up literally within uh, 90 minutes. So you'll have plenty of time if you're near Letterkenny. There's very few tickets left, but there's a few seats uh, towards in the back rows that you could grab uh, for me and Mama. Uh, it's been going great. Did Port Leash Thursday, and I did uh, Greystones last night. And getting great feedback. Actually, yesterday I just kept meaning to post... Uh, feedback about the show, but I just kept getting distracted by the fact that the world is going to end, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, but needless to say, next week, Clane on Friday, um, and uh, other shows. Actually, I, I forgot to check uh, where I am next weekend, but check it all out, desbishop.net forward slash tour dates. Um, Dublin shows are kind of starting from mid-March on, uh, Vicker Street, uh, uh, Tala, Blanchardstown, Dunleary, those are all the kind of Dublin venues, and um, at Cork, I only have a show in Ballymaloo, uh, very few tickets left for that, And but I am everywhere, oh, I'm in, uh, oh yeah, no, I'm in Mullingar, and Athlone, and Navin again, we've done two shows in Navin, we're doing one more, uh, and many other spots, Waterford, Wexford, Limerick, uh, so go uh, check that out, desbishop.net, forward slash tour dates, and uh, thanks everyone for feedback on the pod, um, and here we are, uh, you know, the big story is Ukraine, it's it's very it's very upsetting, I'm sure a lot of you are uh, 
doing your deep dives and looking at the TV and looking at memes and TikTok videos and tweets and Instagram stories. And it's very upsetting. And okay, let me, let me throw out all the things that I know some people are thinking and they're all valid. Yes, uh, Russia is not the only major power in this world who has done fucked up shit over the last decade. 100% agree. Yes, hands up, seeing what's happening in Ukraine seems to have uh, captured the attention of uh, certainly the Western world or the democratic world, quote unquote. Uh, There's a lot of loaded language throughout all this. I'm not really taking responsibility for any of it. You decide what you want to call it, but I think you all know what I mean. Essentially, a Eurocentric world. Uh, the, the what's happening in Ukraine has definitely captured the attention more, even though things like this have happened in numerous countries over the last couple of decades, and perhaps we didn't feel the same sympathies, uh, or 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 some didn't. Um, yes, America has uh, done uh, numerous things that I've considered completely fucked up, and 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 to be honest, they have were just as upsetting for me. You know, um, I can remember sitting in actually outside a cafe in Edinburgh, when I saw the headline and the Guardian invasion has began of Afghanistan. I had a sick feeling in my stomach then. I marched against the war in Iraq. And by the way, this I'm, I'm not looking for credit. I'm just saying that all these moments of invasion have been very upsetting. It's very upsetting that despite all that we've learned from history, uh, in the end, uh, power-hungry people... Uh, will uh, aggressively uh, use the military option to advance their agenda. Um, I do believe that sometimes these things are unavoidable, uh, but certainly the two examples plus Ukraine that I just gave there, I thought were avoidable, uh, and I thought they were pointless. And, you know, to be honest, I'm not looking to be proved right, but most of my American friends, when I would say, I don't think we should have invaded Afghanistan, because they would, it's very easy to sort of be against the war in Iraq, but I was always also against the war in Afghanistan. I thought it was pointless, and I still think we're paying for the stupid emotional reactions we had to 9-11. Needless to say, most of my friends disagreed with me until recently when we saw the horror of the Afghanistan pullout, which was also a horrific thing to watch, to just see people's lives destroyed, and you hear these stories about women being sent home from school, and suddenly they're back in the burqa. So yes, hands up, I am aware that the world is full of fucked up shit. What's happening in Ukraine is one of many fucked up things, you know, and Saudi Arabia has been, uh, you know, bombing Yemen. I'm open to correction there because I'm not even like that up, but I just know that there are, I'm not up on that particular uh that particular one. So I hope I just got that right because I, I I didn't look it up. But I just know that there are other acts of aggression that deserve condemnation. But I think we can all agree that none seem as poignant or important to a, a greater disaster, a greater impending disaster than uh, Putin's invasion of. Ukraine. And it's it's also, there's so much that I, I'm sure a lot of you are feeling, uh, but it's so clearly been coming 
whatever about Putin, I mean, Putin hasn't kept it a secret. I mean, he's he's done this shit before, you know? Uh, so there's no surprise on Putin, but I guess what what's what's clearly been coming is this shift towards authoritarianism and it's no surprise that we've now gotten to this stage which is the most kind of overtly authoritarian aggression that we have seen in this progression that's been building up over time again i'm not the news guy i'm not going to get into the complications of it i've been reading it i see the complications of energy germany's ties to russia the Nord Stream 2. I've read all that. I highly recommend that you inform yourselves. I'm not going to be the one that informs you because I'm not informed enough to tell it to you correctly. I am aware of how complicated this is. I am aware that there is a lot of criticism out there of various mistakes that have been made in relation to Vladimir Putin. I'm also aware of various politicians trying to reposition uh, themselves historically as in somehow they were anti-Putin or they could see this coming. Uh, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of all the, the, the different sort of political maneuverings that are going on. I recommend that you go and, and, and kind of get read up on that and come to your own conclusions because I haven't been able to gather up enough information to understand all that for me today personally it is that eurocentric sentiment that i will 100 percent admit makes it easier to see yourself in the tragedy and this is not to dismiss any other time i see tragedy but it does just make it feel that little bit closer, perhaps there's a familiarity. I don't just mean that it's a bunch of white people. I'm not mean it in that way. There's just a familiarity with the European way of life, and it's such an unsettling thing to see that stability that stability just disintegrate overnight. Uh, you know, we. I guess you know. I remember. I was definitely very aware of the world when you know, Serbia and Croatia and, you know, everything that happened in the breakup of the former Yugoslavia. I remember the, the horror of Bosnia and genocide and Slobodan Milosevic. I remember that. But I don't think I was as tuned in or sort of, I, 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 to be honest, it's too long ago to remember, but I think I'm older now and perhaps more empathetic or just more in touch with the world that I just feel the heartbreak of their normal lives suddenly being thrown up in the air by this overt aggression. I mean, there's just no, there's no fucking reason. And what's even harder to watch is that we're, 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 we're acutely aware of Putin's just like, slanderous propaganda, libelous propaganda, just made-up lies. Calling Zelensky a, a, a drug addict, calling them Nazis, uh, you know, just, just like like a complete concoction of, of a story to try to rouse up Russian nationalism. 
to back what what is a power play by Putin. I mean, this is his most egregious act so far. He's he hasn't been great for a very long time, but this is bold, and uh, it's 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 politically complicated. It's a, a very difficult game of chess because. It's 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 known that you you can't start moving your pieces towards him because the the end game is nuclear war. So it's a great dilemma for everybody. And uh, while everyone's trying to figure that out, these people are suffering. And come on, who of you has not seen these people in subway stations, uh, in traffic jams, fleeing the country? Uh, you know into countries that border them that you know we know so well and how many ukrainians do you know and polish people that you know and suddenly their lives are being thrown up in the air whether it's from fleeing or accepting refugees how many romanians do you know you know how many people do do you you know the degree of separation just diminishes you know and again i'm not suggesting that this is not in any way to suggest that this tragedy is more important than any other tragedy i'm just trying to explain how it, you know, sometimes a certain thing can help you to understand or begin to have a greater empathy for all the tragedies, which I think is what's happening for a lot of people. It's certainly happening uh, to me to a degree uh, that surprised me. It made me think of so many different things. It made me think of the north of Ireland and, you know, just how... And I do get this thought sometimes, how... You know, like with World War II, just life is normal, and then suddenly it's chaos, you know, due to the aggressions of a man's ego, you know? Uh, and it, it it's very unsettling because it does make you realize that none of this stability that we feel is real. That at all times in the history of humanity, uh, upheaval can be rained upon you uh, in a very short time. It doesn't take that long for uh, the desire for power to uh, bring people to, you know, behave in ways that are insane, but also uh, disregard treaties and, uh, you know, like societal norms. Um, it, it doesn't take an energy to shift. Uh, it doesn't take long for an energy to shift very quickly to this is okay, rising nationalism, and, uh, you know, having enough support to do this, or certainly in Putin's case, having enough power to just, you know, decide what he wants to do and act. So it's all very upsetting, but unsettling. And it it, it really um, plays right into an anxiety that I've been feeling, I think a lot of people have been feeling, that the world has been slowly drifting towards a period of more conflict, which I guess the lucky thing about being a Gen X is you're born right in the middle of that European stability of the post-World War II desire for peace over conflict. And it's been diminishing, and now it's never been more obvious. And it's very, it's, 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 it's very, uh, Upsetting, and I'll tell you why I decided. So this was the trigger that really brought it home for me, uh, which sounds a bit fancy early on. In that I have a friend, one of my closer friends in Ireland, who has an office in Ukraine for a tech company that he has. This is not like 
billionaire tech company stuff, but you know, it's a successful tech company. And he has uh, an office in Bulgaria and an office in Ukraine. And literally only last week, he was just saying that he was talking to the guys in Ukraine about the fact that one of their jobs was actually for a, a Russian client and that perhaps that he would move uh, the responsibility for that job to the Bulgarians. But that was more just like, you don't want to be dealing with these fuckers that are like threatening you with an invasion. But it didn't seem as intense as this morning, my friend told me that every single man that works for him in the Ukraine has now joined the army. They're not in the office. They're now fighting. They're being armed and trained if they're not already just armed and on the streets fighting a Russian invasion. Guys that were coding last week. Guys that were like rendering images for clients are now strapped and ready to defend. And, and what's, what's more interesting, or not more interesting, but just kind of sad was that my friend was saying that they said to him that they're willing to die. Just like that. From coding to I will die to protect my country from these invaders. How does this happen so fast? You know, and you're sitting here. And listen, it's, it's nothing to do with the two Johnnies. But like, we sit here with like, the, 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 the problems of 2022. And fucking masks and vaccines and the two Johnnies fucking sexist uh, bumper stickers. And I, I'm not diminishing that any of those things are real issues. They really are real issues. But how quickly some of the fucking mundanities and trivial issues that take up so much of our fucking headspace can suddenly be wiped away by, I will die to keep these fuckers out of my country. That's crazy. That's, that's, that's what's... That's what's really got me going this morning, you know? And, like, it it falls on men. And, and, and trust me, I'm not going to get into a whole fucking, you know, uh, men have it tough these days argument. But this is one of those unfortunate moments where you, you know, there's a, you know, it's been a man's world. And uh, I... I Oh, I'm, I'm, this is no argument against a move for quality. So do not dis, do not get distracted by that, or do not confuse what I'm trying to say. But if there's one time where it's not great to be a man, it's war. This is the worst fucking time to be a man in the Ukraine. Okay, because if you're between 18 and 60, you are not allowed to leave. You can't leave Ukraine now if you're a man between 18 and 60. You know, and that's just the way it is. And I've seen enough fucking fantasy series and Viking fucking dramas and, you know, World War II dramas. And, you know, it doesn't, it, you don't have to, uh, you know, you don't have to be a super astute person to notice that there are certain times where it sucks to be a guy. And uh, it would be that in Ukraine right now. It falls on these guys these fucking coders, you know, guys that probably never thought they would end up fighting in their lives to now go and, you know, fight in whatever way. Who knows? I, I don't even know. That's crazy. The crazy thing is I have no idea 
how it's going to play out. Is it going to be long and drawn out? Is it going to be like guerrilla warfare? Is it going to be like 1920 in Ireland that this, you know, clearly better equipped, more powerful force suddenly gets stuck in a quagmire of, um, you know, uh, guerrilla warfare in cities and they can't quell the, you know, the resistance. I, you know, who, I, I don't know. Will it be over in, in five days or sadly if a, if a very immediate resistance is successful, that Russia rains down uh, more military power than than any resistance can fight against, and how tragic that will be. I mean, it's just so horrible. There's no good outcome. And it's very easy to get into, I see it already online, people like, you know, they shot down a Russian plane, like, yeah, we're rooting for the fucking Ukrainians. But like, there's no winners in that. I'm not, I, you know, of, of course I'm rooting for the, I, you want to know what I'm really fucking rooting for? That people see that Putin is such a fucking lunatic and they poison him like they poison all their other fucking enemies. I mean, God forgive me, but poison Putin should be a fucking hashtag. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. How many fucking hypotheticals of would you have killed Hitler do we need to fucking read before you realize that poisoning fucking Putin is definitely one of those moments? Are we going to look back from our fucking nuclear shelters? You know, are we, we going to be sitting there in some fucking nuclear sh- bunker in, in, in five years time being like, whoa, man, imagine if they had just poisoned Putin, we wouldn't be fucking sitting here eating fucking dog food, trying to stay alive for no fucking reason. Sorry, that's that's catastrophizing in anxiety terms. But I think you get where I think you get what I'm saying. Um, you know, I I, I I was hoping that perhaps the powers that be, because listen, again, we watch a lot of Game of Thrones, you know, uh, like it's funny how these these fantasy things are so ridiculous. But then also they really are a good understanding of human nature because it's literally just what we always watch. Power-hungry people have quite a lot of success, and they either go too far uh, or, and, and start to get fought back by their enemies, or they uh, a power player, somebody realizes that it's better to get rid of the guy, and they get rid of the guy. And I wish that some of these oligarchs would just fucking get together and be like, you know what? Putin is suddenly bad for business. And Putin is clearly fucking bad for business. You know, I've seen enough drug dealer fucking series too. It's all the same shit. You know, sometimes a war is bad for business. You know, you know, fucking, you know, we don't need this fucking pressure right now. Somebody fucking poison this motherfucker. Now, listen, I'm being silly here. That is deliberate. Okay, don't don't under any circumstances criticize me 
for being trivial about what is a very serious thing. I know it's a very serious thing. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to uh, articulate in, in some sort of entertaining way perhaps what we're all feeling, you know? And obviously I don't know what you're feeling, but I'm just, you know, saying what I'm feeling and hopefully that some of you identify. But it's, it's, it's just so sad that essentially narcissism is the, the great fucking cancer of all humanity. Really, when you think about it, how much has narcissism been the great destroyer of human civilization time and time again? Because human advancement has been quite impressive over time, you know, over the millennia of, of human evolution. But it's always stopped more by uh, human mistakes than it is by ecological ones. I mean, again, no great scientist, but I know that there has been some uh, some diseases and uh, climate changes over thousands of years that have affected our development. But I think the more frequent incidents are wrought by humans, their drive for power. And let's face it, more often than not, narcissistic men, not always. Queen Elizabeth I was a bit of a cunt, huh? but let's face it, the majority have been narcissistic men, and uh, I, I think uh, now in the modern day, Putin is clearly one. This is not to dismiss all the other horrific shit that gets uh, created by uh, power-hungry institutions, um, corruption. I, I, I'm aware of that. I, I, you know, listen, I know it's so complicated. I can't, I can't resolve all that. Uh, in one quick podcast on my own in my kitchen, two coffees deep. But, you know, if you want to go and read about Russian gas and how many European leaders are, you know, finished their stints in politics and then ended up on the board of Russian companies and how many people took Russian money. I mean, listen, it's very complicated. There is a series in it. There's Game of Thrones all over the place. In the end, people take the fucking soup. They take the money. You know, it makes it more complicated. Money talks, you know, and, and Trump is out there he's trying to suggest that, you know, he tried to tell the Germans about the fucking pipeline and that's fine. You know, you know, he, he, he was right, I guess, uh, about, you know, suggesting that, but that, that, that wasn't what was going on with him. He was so deep in fucking Putin's hole. But anyway, it doesn't even matter. Even if none of our, you know, none of the, the thoughts of, of, of Trump being connected to Putin. I mean, he, lo- he fucking was clearly loved Putin, right? But even if all that was bullshit and an actual fact, um, you know, Trump was actually a better president for trying to keep Russian aggression at bay. It doesn't change the fact that he was so knee deep up in fucking Mohammed bin Salman's ass. Like, he's just so corrupt. They're all corrupt, right? And I I can't even be that critical of it because I think that humans are corrupt and the power and it's so difficult to resist the money and the power when it's actually presented to you. And there obviously are heroic people that don't. I don't know what would happen to me if you're, you're, you know, you're stuck in these situations where, you know, you have to say no to incredible sums of money or incredible uh, access to influence. I don't know. Okay, I'm not I'm not going to go out there and pretend that I'm this, you know, 
person with with the loftiest ideals. I, 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 I would like to think that I would do great in every situation, but I'm pretty sure that I would fail sometimes. So again, I'm not just going to go out there and be like, it's these politicians, because it's never that simple. In fact, I've never been more aware of how complicated the world is than right now. So complicated. Everyone's out there on the fucking internet trying to simplify it. If you are not sitting here crippled with anxiety about how fucking complicated the world is, then you're an idiot. You have not opened your eyes to the complex nature of world affairs at this moment, 2022. So go out there and try to simplify it. Try to solve the world with a meme. I'm all for it. I'm here for the entertainment. But you're full of shit. You're not as good of a person as you think you are. Stop putting it out there like you are. It's a fantasy. And this goes for the entire generation of Gen Zs. And that's a joke with truth in it. So, um, anyway, I feel for those guys, those fucking coders that are now probably being armed with AK-47s and trying to figure out how they're going to, and probably some of them are going to die. For what? For Putin's fucking ego. For his desire to reclaim some sort of glory of the Soviet Union. It's so fucking sad. It's so fucking sad, man. You know? And this is why it, it annoys me sometimes when everyone just, you know, just like dismisses all the world's problems as being created by men. It is 100% true that men have caused most of the world's problems in history. It's also 100% true that when the fucking war comes, it's fucking men. And I'm not saying that families aren't being displaced right now. I know that we're all affected. But so many men are going to die, and it's so fucking needless. It's so fucking needless. I just wish somehow that humans had figured out the fucking solution to the need for power and, you know, land. It's just so odd. It's so fucking odd. The human, you know, the, just the human desire to, you know, lean towards nationalism and consider your identity to be more important than another identity. This is what I mean. If you're not sitting there just so perplexed by humanity right now, there's something wrong with you, you know? Um, so this is why it's always going to be very difficult to get rid of toxic masculinity because just when you think you can live in a world where toxic masculinity is not necessary, you have to leave your fucking coding job and strap an AK. Fuck's sake. I wish we weren't having this conversation. But anyway, that is what's going on in the world. Well, that's the way I'm feeling about it right now. Don't have much else. Uh, I don't have much else to talk about. Um, feel pretty powerless. Don't know what to do. Obviously, people are online. Donate some money uh, to these causes. I do think that the, the, the sanctions should be tougher, but I understand that, you know, p- political leaders are worried about energy prices skyrocketing now and how that'll affect their own 
political strengths. But like the way I look at it is if shutting down the SWIFT system, shutting Russia out of SWIFT, that is going to affect the European economy particularly, right? And I know that that will cause some suffering in Europe and it will definitely cause some political pain for certain European leaders. But what is that cost compared to, you know, hundreds of thousands of refugees and homes being destroyed and people dying and families being torn apart? It's minuscule compared to the suffering of Ukraine. And if that tiny suffering can alleviate a touch of theirs, do it. Do it. Plus, it heaps more pressure on Putin. He's obviously got enough money to keep this going for a while. But eventually, when all the oligarchs start feeling the pain and the Russian citizens start to think that this war isn't worth it, maybe it's enough political pressure to hashtag poison Putin. You know? And, and, and this is what's so crazy about the world is I'm out there wanting somebody to die. It's just very quick, you know, and that uh, it's, it's so fucking dangerous when you tap into this, you know, populism. It's so sad. You see it with how people dealt with COVID, you know, you saw it with January 6th, it just... It's always to it, it's always to empower certain people. Ugh. I don't know what else to say, really. I just I get a little down about it all, and I I know that uh, you know some of this I probably didn't articulate great, and I apologize for that. I was really just like speaking out loud about a very upsetting thing. Um. Please hit me up in the comments. Of course, you don't have to agree. Uh, I prefer if you didn't get angry just because, you know, we're all just trying to figure it out. I'm just putting my thoughts out there. I hope it triggers some thoughts for you. Share with me. We'll keep the conversation going on my Instagram. You know, uh, don't perform any poetry like that actress did who I, I didn't know who she was, but that went viral. Um, I had originally intended to do a whole episode on circumcision today, but I'll do that next week because the the argument rages on on my TikTok. Now, 2.6 million views. A lot of debate about circumcision, so we'll come back to that. Uh, I wasn't going to talk about the two Johnnies thing. You know, for those that don't know, they got in a little bit of trouble, uh, but they're learning and growing now. And... Um, that's it. I feel like I had other things I wanted to say, but I'm spent. I'm depressed. That's the truth. I'd love to give you an uplifting message, you know? I'd love to be out there now being like, you know, in the end, the good will triumph over evil, but I don't think that's the case, you know? I think this is only more evidence Go back and listen to some of these pods. I'm not saying I was right, but I'm just saying that I, I've been fearing greater instability in the world. I've been fearing the disintegration of the relative European peace that we have felt since World War II. I've been feeling that coming for quite a while. And don't even get me started on what I think is going to happen with China and Taiwan, because I really do think that... Because, of course, Trump... You know, Trump is... 
the fucking Antichrist. And at a time where you would kind of want some sort of like Western unity, he's out there being like, this is happening because Biden pulled out of Afghanistan, which there may be elements of truth to that. But of course, it's total nonsense because Putin's been fucking with Ukraine since 2014, you know? Uh, So, you know, of course, Trump just likes to throw out simple shit that suits him. You know, it's like the worst possible time for that. Like, it's not the time to be campaigning. But anyway, it's fine. He throws that out there that, you know, as if this is uh, this is some sort of perception of American weakness. It's not actually a perception of American weakness because, in the end, th- th- there's there's nothing you can do in terms of a- aggression right now. Like, what 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 can you do? You want to start a nuclear war? You know, it's it, 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 it's it's very complicated, more complicated than Trump would ever understand you know trump likes the headline trump goes to fucking north korea shakes kim jong-un's hand tries to act like he deserves the fucking nobel peace prize nothing changed you know it's so much it's so much more complicated than the show you know uh so i understand these arguments about afghanistan a very valid thing to discuss you know was that too much of a show of american weakness that now um uh, authoritarian regimes around the world feel like they can test america's resolve fine I, I, I'm open to that discussion. I personally don't think that really has anything to do with it, but you know, I think it's it's a valid argument. But what I what I do think is that China, particularly being in cahoots with Russia now, this kind of new sort of alternative Cold War, will uh, put the pressure on Taiwan, which would be so tragic because, like Ukraine. Taiwan is just a nice functioning democracy bordering, essentially, uh, a horrific authoritarian regime. And it's, it's sad that these authoritarian regimes are now able to, you know, flex their muscles in the way that they are. Um, and uh, China is worse than Putin, really. And again, we've just seen it with the Winter Olympics. Uh, the complicated nature of politics, people aren't ready to stand up to China because it's too much money. Hey, yo, there we go again. I'm fucking depressed again. You know? But we'll see what happens. It's uh, it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a sad state of affairs. The egos... Xi Jinping is the same. He changed the fucking law. Now he's sticking around for longer. More and more of them. Fragile, male, fucking egos. Xi Jinping with his dyed black fucking hair. It's all fucking ego, man. Destroy the fucking planet. Literally. From fucking abusive men all the way to fucking murderous dictators. The fragile egos of man and the suffering it brings to all of humanity. So sad. So I hope I haven't depressed you guys too much, but we are coming to the end of the podcast. Um, perhaps next week, some good news will have happened. Um, and I'm not going to lie. By the way, we haven't even talked about the fact that Zelensky, who 
is coming out particularly well early on in this is a comedian. Um, former comedian, I guess. Uh, now the leader of Ukraine. Uh, he has done quite a good job in terms of the sort of the optics of uh, a leader under attack. Um, if he survives this somehow, I think he will certainly experience a, quite a long period of, you know, hero status in, in Ukraine. But uh, the whole time I've been sitting here acting like the opinions of a comedian don't matter when literally the fucking a comedian is the main protagonist. He's, he's one of the stars of this terrible drama. Um, so he's certainly putting on a good performance. He's fucking killing it. You know, uh, but maybe you know. Sometimes I I just almost wish that Ukraine would just capitulate quickly and there'd be less suffering, and then we would just deal with the aftermath. Uh, but that doesn't seem to be the sentiment in Ukraine, which is uh, beautifully tragic uh, that they care, and I, I you know. It, it's, I think it's the way that it should be, really. But, you know, there's also a part of me that just kind of thinks, ah, just take the fucking knee and we'll deal with this in the future. But then Russia doesn't have a great track record of, you know, leaving, of, of uh, you know, looking after places that take the knee historically. So, again, another depressing finish to a train of thought. Ugh. It just gets closer and closer, you know? I began this podcast by talking about my extension. Uh, just that type of normality wiped away in days in Ukraine. That's what I'm talking about. So fucking fickle, the stability that we live with. I mean, I hope that... There's not more of us that begin to feel this instability creep towards our lives, but it could happen. And it certainly helps me to uh, sympathize with the Ukrainians. All right, that's enough. I've had enough. Every time I, I fucking speak, I just get deeper into the, the depths of how upsetting all this is. So spare a thought tonight for the families in Ukraine being torn apart. Uh, houses being destroyed, lives being lost, um, people that will never recover from the PTSD, uh, financial ruin. Think of all the horrific outcomes that are happening because of this man's ego. Um, and be okay with feeling helpless. Because it is the desire to do something is so strong, but also to just acknowledge how horrific the world is, is also fine. Um, so we'll see you next week. Don't forget to come to my show. I'll cheer you up by talking about my dead mom. So come and see me and mama, which has been going great. I, 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 you know, I, I think sometimes people resist. They think they don't want to come to a show like that. But uh, you do. You should come along and do leave reviews. In Apple Podcasts, do spread the word about the pod. I know that I stopped and that's my fault. But, you know, tell people that we're back and it's fun. And, you know, um, 
Don't be afraid to post about it. You know, spread the spread the word. You know, because a lot of people might not think that it's for them. They might be surprised what's happening over here. So make sure you spread the word. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 